Hey y'all, before we jump into today's episode, we would like to invite you to a special event we're hosting on May 30th called Women in Whiskey. Join us for an adult field trip filled with Southern fun at the Jack Daniels Distillery right here in our home state of Tennessee. Get ready to learn while sipping. We will be taking a private tour of the distillery, enjoy a barbecue lunch on the beautiful hillside, and partake in early happy hour with cocktails provided by Jack Daniels as we listen in on a conversation with women who work in the industry. The conversation will be led by yours truly, your hosts of the Steel Magnolias podcast. Learn more about the event at steelmagnoliaspodcast.com. You can grab your tickets there and we cannot wait to see you on May 30th. And now on with the show. Had a good Labor Day weekend. Yes, we are in full force now, baby. It's football season. That's right. Or football time in Tennessee. I know. We're going to be a little skewed anytime we talk football in the fall because we're Tennessee fans. We so. can't help it. So I'm not going to apologize, but I am going to say we may be heavy on. Sorry, we're not the sorry. orange. Yeah. <laughs> We are going to be talking all schools today, though. That's right. We're talking all things college traditions and football in the South. There's so much good. And so, yeah, we do know a lot more about Tennessee versus any other school. And more about SEC, I would say, as well. Probably. Yeah, that's true. I mean, we just do. Yeah. But we love our ACC fans. Exactly. And other conferences. Yeah. So, uh, we talk about holding on to the good of the South. I am so excited to share some of these traditions today because they are holding on to the good of the South. That's right. There's something so beautiful about tradition, isn't there? Tradition! That's right. (laughs) Fiddler on the roof. Um, Yeah. There's just something that makes you think of years past and generations past and... Yeah. Generations to come. Yeah. It's I mean, a beautiful thing. The only time I had ever even been on the University of Tennessee's campus before showing up for orientation was for football, football games. Yeah. I never even went and did a tour before I, accept, you know, like decided you I was. had already been on campus. Kind of been on campus. Yeah. So. Then that's the experience for a lot of people yeah. that they came to campus via because a football game. football. And then sometimes they end up going to school there. Yeah. So. Anyway. Well. <laughs> We're going to have popcorn around like crazy today because we have a lot of teams. Things that we love. To yeah. cover. So I'll just, let's just start with the powerhouse. Roll Tide, Alabama. Oh, man, it's so hard to even say those words. Well, I'll, we'll say that we're starting alphabetically. <laughs> I don't know. We'll just start with them. That's hilarious. They are a phenomenal it's their football team. Domination. Yeah. I mean, there's no other way around it. It's domination. So, um, of course, legendary coach Paul Bear Bryant is yeah. their claim to fame. And a tradition that I love that they do is he wore regularly a houndstooth 
fedora type hat. That's right. And even though their colors are crimson and white, oftentimes you see just houndstooth all over the place. Houndstooth. That's right. Which is kind of fun for the girls. Oh too, yeah, because right? it's cool. It's a cool pattern. Like you're styling your team colors, but you're in houndstooth. So or you even see that in decor of the. Of the tailgate. Oh, for sure. In rooms that people decorate that have, you know, their Yeah. Their Alabama football. Yeah. Pillows that are houndstooth with the big A on it or Yeah. So black and white houndstooth everything is their way to pay homage to Bear Bryant. Um and you know well I was gonna say Sports Illustrated came out with a couple of lists just just a few you know, just a couple couple weeks weeks ago. Okay. And um, one of their list was the, um, well, there's a couple that I was going to mention. One list is best college traditions of yeah. all time. And one was biggest college rivalries of all time. Ooh, okay. So, anyway, I will be referencing both of those lists. But the Alabama-Auburn rivalry, also known as the Iron Bowl. The Iron Bowl, yes. Is considered the biggest college rivalry of all time. By most lists. Yeah. But that made the number one slot. That's real. I can see how they got that slot because that's a heated... Heated rivalry. Rivalry. We have um, one family member that lives in Alabama and flies their UT flag amongst all of the Auburn, (laughs) Alabama flags on homes throughout that state. Yeah. Well, yeah. They're they're just like that, aren't they? Well, and, and I think... In the South, you pick your team, yeah. and in a rivalry like that, it gets heated it sometimes. It does, yeah. Well, also, if you're on Alabama's campus on game day, you're going to see a lot of tailgating at the Quad, a 22-acre um, area that is a huge lawn party. The Million Dollar Band assembles at the library and plays toward the Quad and then moves into the stadium. That's so fun. that would be a tradition that has been longstanding there amongst the those that roll tide man they've just had it it's it's been fun to be an alabama fan for quite some time now and their their day will come i guess eventually yeah they're not such the powerhouse but they've had it for a while 17 national championships uh yeah they used to always play ut on my birthday weekend or like my birthday week you know and so when I was in college, it was fun because it was a little closer yeah. of a rival. But well, now Tennessee it, was a powerhouse now at that. It's just tough at that time. It's but, just tough yeah. to have that late October birthday. Um, okay. Well, well we, I, I wasn't going to go in any alphabetical yeah, order around, or anything. No. There's all different ones. Um, but one that I love, a tradition that I love, is at Texas A and M. Yeah. They do the 12th man at Kyle Field. Yes. And it made the number six on the uh, Sports Illustrated list of um, best traditions of all time. But anyway, um, I love that 12th man thing, just meaning that you, as the 12th man on the field, yeah, you know, make a difference. That's and cool. I like that um, mindset that they include the you. Man. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. I like that a lot. Now, this was fun. We had a listener, Marianne, that is a huge Aggies fan, and she actually got in touch with me. She knew that we were going to be doing a college traditions episode. episode. Okay. And thankfully, she did it before we had this finish, so I could include this piece, because this was 
really fun. Oh, cool. Thanks, Marianne. Yeah. And, and I did not know this. So, um, her grandfather graduated from A&M and then it was male and all military. Okay. And, um, I guess her father, I think went there as well, but Oh, yeah. And then her uncle and her and cousins. I mean, it's okay. family tradition. Yes, they are diehard Aggies. Anyway, um, she did tell us if we ever go to an A&M um, game to make sure and go to midnight yell practice the night before. Okay. That um, basically, yeah, that's a good way to take note. Is it pep rally kind of I thing? I think so. Okay. Um, but every time A&M scores during a game... All the guys kiss their girls. So back when Marianne's grandfather was there, you know, and it was all male, all military school, girls were only allowed on campus for football games. Okay. So So, uh, this was a good excuse. Since the military (laughs) frowns upon public displays of affection, they had to come up with a way to kind of... have a reason to kiss their date. So cute. And so that's how the tradition was born. Then it continued. This. Every time the Aggies score, all Aggies score. That's how they say it. That's hilarious. Um, anyway, and she said her grandparents are in their late, or when they were in their late 80s, um, that was when they, or they were in their late 80s when they passed away. And every time that they went to a home game, they still her did that. grandfather still Chris kissed so her nana. Precious. Oh, I love that. Yeah, thank you, Marianne, for sharing that with us. Well, at um, University of Arkansas, the Razorbacks, they do the call of the hog. Yes. <laughs> so, like, one fan stands up, raises his arms in the air and fingers wiggling and begins the... The woo. Oh, yeah. And then every Arkansas fan is then participating in the call of the hog. So it's like. I think it's adorable, but I have to say, if I was a cheerleader, I would not want to put on a pig nose. Well, like, that's just embarrassing. Oh, they wear a lot of, like, the head, <laughs> like the pig head. Yeah. It's just all sorts of headwear. <laughs> Yeah, and facial, yeah, things. That, would, that, that would be a little awkward to me. But, you know, it is a cute tradition. It and, is cute. And I definitely know it when I see it. They fully embraced it. That's what I love that's, about it. That's right. That's yeah. a beautiful thing, yeah. right? Well, South Carolina has a fun um, tradition. The a couple things I wanted to mention about that. They have a tailgating area that includes... 22 train cars that sit on an inactive railroad and provide like luxury food and drink that you can Are you serious that that's cool fun. i've never seen that but it sounds fun and the pictures were cool um that i saw but they also have a pure white horse that carries in the trojan warrior um they call it the traveler and i think that's kind of oh, fun that's cool too. i like yeah. that i had not heard that that's very cool well if you were to go to LSU. Oh, Lord. I would love to go. Is it Death Valley? Go Tigers. It? Um, is that what it's they called call Death it? called Death Valley. Yes, it is. Okay. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, it's, I have a book that I read from, and, yeah, the Tigers rarely lose when they play at home. There's a reason they call their stadium Death Valley. Win or lose, 
festivities continue long into the night all across the state. That is a party Capital school. city. I was Whether you're say, at Tulane or LSU, wherever you are down there in Louisiana, you're partying. Yeah. And it's all like a microcosm of Bayou culture. <laughs> so it's like a Mardi Gras party, frat party, uh, family reunion. Yeah. You're going to see lots of like jambalaya and gumbo and things like that if you're at a LSU tailgate. Yeah. So it's like their band is the Golden Band from Tigerland. And, you know, by the time they march across campus, that they're playing like a jazzy pregame salute. So cute. Fans are in a frenzy. Um, yeah, it's just a party. And in typical French tradition, their Go Tigers is spelled G E A U X, not G O. Yeah. And then they're always saying, who dat? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, <laughs> I would. I actually would like to go down there yeah, sometime that would too. Be a it fun sounds very fun. Visit. Um, well, we. You know, I'm not going any further until I talk about Tennessee. All right. Now. So Tennessee has such an impressive campus and tailgate. They do. Um, but one thing that makes them super unique is that it's right on the Tennessee River. Yeah. One of only a couple of schools in the nation that yeah. are on water like that. So they have what's called the Vol Navy. Yes. Very unique. Makes almost every list of top tailgates. As it should. As it should. Because it's like an all-day boating party. Yeah. People go in from one boat to another. Some of them have hot tubs. Some of them have... That's um, true. You know, like there's music easily played on the different boats. And um, some people go into the game. Some people don't. They just stay on the boat right, party. Yeah. But the Vol Navy is very unique. Um, hundreds, I think there's a couple hundred boats typically on a Saturday that yeah. come up there and dock just for yeah for game day. Yeah. And, um, and then the Vol Walk would oh. be a very um, important tradition to mention where the team and coaches and staff make their pilgrimage from um, usually around the Circle Park area where the, the statued torchbearer. Um, is all the way down into the stadium, and they're dressed in their like they're in their suits. jacket. Yeah, and they're tie. not dressed out in their uniforms Colors at yet. that time. Um, but the Pride of the Southland marching band, which is spectacular. Yeah, yeah, and um, Smokey mascot. Oh, everybody's there. It's like a full on parade. It looks like a homecoming parade, but this happens every single home game. Um, and typically it's the, the current team, but like I know just a couple years ago, Peyton and his son yeah. walked with the team. Yeah. Um, Peyton being Manny. Peyton Manny. Um, yeah, yeah. So. And um, I would say like our stadium size, 107,000 seats is usually with the number that is I quoted. think they took it, some out to do boxes now. Anyway. But it is wild to see the way. Because of the way the stadium sits, you know, you kind of do have this convergence onto the stadium. Yeah. And you get to actually appreciate the massive amount of people there just because of the way it kind of dips down And the a orange bit. shows up like no other. Yeah. And the checkerboard end zones. But one thing I love is, um, actually, it started under Doug Dickey in 1964. The Pride of the Southland marching band is doing their little thing out on the field. Pre-game. Pre-game. Yeah. And they come in, and then at one point, they 
they split and make this big tea. Yes. Oh, this makes me have chills. The, the power tea. About it, yeah. That they call the power tea. Doug Dickey had put that on the helmet for the first time. Okay. In 1964. And that's when that started. To okay. come through the tea. The team runs through. Okay. It and is so sweet. Smokey, our um, blue tick hound dog. He um, is always the first out of the team. Yes. Always. So. The real one, not the right. mascot. Not the mascot dog, yeah. but the yeah. real dog. Which is taken care of by the AGRs, always. Exactly. That fraternity has care of, of Smokey. Anyway, great traditions there. Fantastic. Okay. I'll let um, you go next. I'll go next. So, Auburn, War Eagle. Wow. Um, this is pretty... Wonderful, and I actually have been to an Auburn game, and I I guess I got there a few minutes too late before kickoff, so I did not get to appreciate this. But they actually have a majestic golden eagle that leaps off of oh, a balcony and circles the stadium, and of course fans begin chanting "War Eagle!" Yeah, yeah. So then the eagle lands midfield, and it's game time. It's amazing, and yeah. That's and then so that's the of course you know getting the game started and then after the game if there's a win if there's a win um, everybody runs over to the oldest entrance of campus which is Toomer's Corner and they roll the trees they roll the trees now which uh, I think it's so silly because it's like but it's cool looking and you'd fun think and harmless go do something that's like not a big cleanup like. You, yeah. you usually That's roll true. people that you don't like. That's true. Anyway. But the beauty of rolling is it is harmless in, to a tree. I mean, it's yeah. just going to finally come off. Right. What is not harmless to a tree is to poison it. And that is such a horrific thing that happened in 2011. Oh, my gosh. I don't think I knew about this. This was such a huge deal. This Alabama fan was later arrested for poisoning the Tumor's Corner Oaks that later had to be replanted because those they Those are the trees that they roll. Yeah, That's those right. are the... Oh, my gosh. So, if you want to know more about the um, depth, depth of hatred <laughs> that can come from college wow. football... I'm going to recommend another podcast to listen to. There's a podcast called Mobituaries with Mo Rocca. Okay. And he did an episode called Death of a Tree, Roots of a Rivalry. And he um, tells the story of the poisoning of the Tumor's Corner Oaks and actually even has some audio from the man who was arrested who did it. Um, so if you have any interest in, in hearing about more about that story, it's it's actually a pretty good telling of the story. Okay. I'll and have to put it. Maybe I can put a link in our show notes. Okay. Um, anyway, that was a big deal. But the Tumor's Corner um, rolling also made the Sports Illustrated list of best college traditions. That came in at number five. Oh, my gosh. Wow. So interesting, I right? I not heard the tree story. That's crazy. Well, Clemson... Uh, in the Atlantic Coast Conference, great college town. I went and visited Clemson, and it is just beautiful college town. Did you seriously not consider much, going there? Um, not seriously consider, yeah. but I would say I was so impressed with the campus. And I love when a college town is kind of all there is there is the college. Like okay. all the restaurants had things about, you know, welcome back students and okay. that kind of thing. Yeah. Like, it's just cool when that's yeah. the focus of the town, and that's the case there at Clemson. But they have a tradition um, 
where they the team runs in and rubs Howard's rock as they're coming in. Okay. That's supposed to, you know, bring good luck to the game. So anyway, that is an old tradition and was also on Sports Illustrated list at number two. Hey. So Wow. There you go. Well, I will jump to Mississippi State University and tell you a tale of the cowbell that they are so proud of. So the school legend says that fans adopted the tradition um, in the 1930s after a Jersey cow wearing wearing a bell around her neck wandered onto the field. No way. During the Mississippi State versus Ole Miss game. Big rivalry. And they Mississippi State won big time. Okay. So that they beat their arch rivals and the cowbell became a good luck charm. That's so hilarious. You will definitely see cowbells, um or cowbell clanking. Well, that's way long before uh, the funny more cowbell it is. Saturday Night Live skit, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So that's a I just feel like that's a really unique tradition, but and even the birthing of it's hilarious. I love it. Yeah. Well, yeah. Um, that actually made the Sports Illustrated list at number eight as best college traditions. But it was also the Mississippi State Ole Miss game is listed as number eight of the biggest rivalries That's in college funny. football. It says arguably the ugliest, nastiest series in all of college football. In Mississippi, there is Christmas, Easter, and Egg Bowl Day. Oh, so, my gosh. The Egg Bowl. Not sure where that came from, but... Well, a cowbell is stinking loud, <laughs> you know? So when it you really think about is. one times thousands or hundreds, yeah. you know, like... Yeah. So there's actually cowbell etiquette that they have... No. Like, a 2010 conference came up with... Because it was getting out of hand. Okay. I can see that, um, especially with people who've had some alcohol. Yeah. So conference... I don't know, president's athletic director, somebody, um, they came up with the cowbell clause. No joke. (laughs) So anyway, fans can shake their bells only at appropriate times. And I don't know what those appropriate times are, but I know there's a website, respectthebell.com. No way. Yeah. So you would probably need to check that out. Check that out before you go to a game. That's hilarious. With your cowbell. Well, there's lots of different hand motions that became popular with different traditions. Um, Yeah. I think mostly of the um, one that rubs me the most wrong would be the gator chomp. That's so true. It's in Florida. So invasive. At the swamp. <laughs> well, they do it everywhere. No matter where they're playing, they gator chomp. I think even pro players that were that came from the University of Florida still chomp when yeah. they're on their pro fields. Yeah, maybe it's as like fresh as, as their first year. Yeah. Anyway, um, and then, of course, Texas has the hook'em horns. Yes, um, that's true. Which is cute. That's cute. And more, seems a little more tasteful for some reason. And just speaking of Texas, I was thinking whether you're at Texas A&M or Texas, which, by the way, both big college um, rivalries. In fact, Texas ha- is in two of the top ten rivalries. They're number three, Texas versus Oklahoma on okay. that Sports Illustrated list. And number ten was uh, Texas, Texas A&M. So those are oh, I see big that. rivalries. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I was just going to say, from a tailgating perspective, lots of good brisket at Texas tailgates. Heck so you would yes. probably see that at either schools. Yeah. Tailgate. Yeah. That makes sense. Love that Texas brisket. Well, since we've mentioned the Gator Chomp, I will mention about the Florida Gators that their stadium 
is one that every visiting team ever is scared to go avoids. <laughs> like the plague. Yeah, it's a very difficult place to play. It's hot. It's humid. And the Gators, of course, are well-versed and used to practicing all and summer long like in that kind of heat. And a lot of these other teams, even though they're southern teams, aren't used to that level. That's true. The first 32 rows of their stadium is actually below sea level. So, I mean, it is a, they call it the swamp. Right. So I've been to a game there. Was it crazy loud? It's so crazy loud. And part of it is because of the shape of it, the way it's real steep. Yeah. And, um, and I didn't know the below sea level thing. Yeah. But, um, it's super hard for the players on the field to hear. I'm sure. And so, Florida like plays that up to their yeah. advantage. Yeah. And they're super quiet when their team is talking, and they're super loud when the opposing team is trying to come up with a play. Yeah. So Steve Spurrier, their coach, actually during the time that I was in college in t- at Tennessee, is the one that began referring to the stadium as the Swamp. Okay. So it's been around for... That's not that low. That's not that old. No, no. In lieu of some of these traditions. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I meant to actually say that up front. These schools were founded in, like, sometimes even the late 1700s, early 1800s. Yeah. So some of these traditions have been around for 200-plus years. That's amazing. That is amazing. Truly. Okay. That's all the gators get. (laughs) (laughs) That's hilarious. Well... Uh, another big Florida school for football is Florida State. Yeah. The Seminoles. And under Bobby Bowden in 1977, they started having the chief ride in uh, on horseback with his flaming spear. So that's a big tradition for them is when the chief comes in. And um, they had, under Bobby Bowden, very good uh, football years. He was quite the powerhouse. Yeah, he was. So, anyway, that's all I was going to say about yeah. Florida State. Yeah. But, um, well, we would be um, remiss to not mention the school that oftentimes gets voted number one tailgate, which is oh, Ole Miss. The Grove. Hottie toddy, the Grove. <laughs> I know this is on your list of places that I you would go. love to see. I read a quote once that said, Ole Miss is to tailgating what Bach is to music. Nice. Quite simply the best. <laughs> That's hilarious. It's a little strong. I had a cute uh, quote, too. This, they have a saying down at Ole Miss, we may not win every game, but we never lose a party. All right. So they do take their partying seriously. Yeah. Um, yeah, they usually make most list as the number one tailgate. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. So their their colors are pretty. It's like a navy blue and a cardinal red, red. and um, you know you often see really bright white tints, as we've mentioned on our tailgating episode with chandeliers and just um, bring out heirloom silver, silver <laughs> um, family china. You yeah, know, it's it, quite fancy, but also you know. Girls wearing Prada and Jimmy Choo shoes and two football games. That's yeah. so foreign to me. Yeah. So that's um, funny. Anyway, the I would say probably the Grove is somewhere everybody needs to at least visit at one point. But yeah, they, that would be a fun tailgate to hit because they've never lost a party. That's right. Yeah. Um, well, let's see what next. Um, I had the Mississippi State Cowbells as well. But how about Oklahoma? 
Yeah. Um, they are the Sooners, and they have the Sooner Schooner. <laughs> so this was actually number one on Sports Illustrated's best traditions list. Okay. And it's just this old covered wagon that um, they come in on. Yeah. Pulled by yeah. a horse, so... That's their, one of their big traditions. Oklahoma, um, obviously, really good in football over time. Again, I mentioned the number three Texas versus Oklahoma rivalry, the Red River rivalry. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're Big 12, I think. Okay. So, anyway, that's um, a powerhouse football yeah. school. Like. Yeah, yeah, it is. Um, I will segue to the Georgia Bulldogs. Okay. They have um, an English Bulldog, which is their mascot, named UGA, U-G-A, <laughs> University of Georgia. Yeah. That's what that stands for. But they have a chapel bell that rings on campus oh, yes, when I've they win. This. It's yeah. a longstanding tradition. So. Yeah. Um, I haven't been on their campus myself. Well, but Athens is another cool college town. Yes, it is. Great it's music scene. I was going to say, that's from where a lot of bands yeah. came R. from. R.E.M. Mm-hmm. And it, um, playing the 40-watt club there yes. is, is a great music venue to visit. But yeah. um, Their fans are improving a little bit. They used to be kind of ugly. I guess every, every team school you could has say that. that. I should um, probably not say that. Yeah. Yeah. That's every team depends has its on ugly fans. Drunk people you ran into. That's but true. I would say um, they did kind of have a reputation of being a little rough. But <laughs> but you know, they've had some powerhouse football years too. Yeah. So Yeah. I I think back to when I like in the eighties, they were so good. Yeah. Georgia was so good. So, also in Georgia, we have Georgia Tech, oh, yeah, right there in the course. middle of Atlanta. Yeah. Um, and they have a tradition that is, they come in on the Ramblin' Wreck, is what it's called. It's okay. a 1930 Ford Model A sports coupe. Oh. And for years, they've come in on this. Uh, well, I'm saying they come in. I think it's just a couple of the like cheerleaders okay. ride in on this Ramblin' Wreck. But that's a popular tradition and um i think that even may have made it's made some list of great top traditions and so anyhow georgia tech that's cool yeah um i will mention kentucky kentucky wildcats up in the beautiful lexington kentucky area so of course they're gonna have they're more basketball yeah house yeah but they participate they'll have good bourbon at their tailgate (laughs) for sure they do a call to post, just like you would hear at the Kentucky Derby now that's or, cute. or other horse races like over at Keeneland. Um, so just a nod to the horse racing that comes from that area. That's played pregame, and that's that awesome. is, you know, the segue into um, the game itself. But, you know, uh, that would be a pretty one to go to a game if you were also going to be able to do other things up there Absolutely. that weekend, right? Just, that's some, right. Visits to distilleries and things, but yeah, the the go big blue, the Kentucky Wildcats. I didn't have any other specific schools I was going to mention traditions, though. I mean, there's so many schools there that have great traditions. I mean, yeah, there's so many. I think we could go on and on, but um, 
I was going to just talk about, um, we've mentioned before on another episode, but Thanksgiving weekend, there's a lot of the big rivalry games. Absolutely. And many of them are close to home. You know, we were talking about if they're in-state rivalries, you're not going to be too far away from being with family if it's Thanksgiving weekend. Yeah. But one that's quite famous is on neutral ground, and that is the Florida-Georgia game. Yeah. And it's um, always played in Jacksonville. Okay. And they call it the world's largest cocktail party. Ha, ha, ha. Yeah. So, very cute tradition, um, big rivalry, and um, that's kind of a a fun tradition I wanted to mention. Yeah. Oh, we got to mention Mizzou, Missouri. Ah, oh, yeah. Um, so I that, forget that they're Southern. I I'm know, sorry, but I do. I know they they're yeah they they're are now in the, in the SEC, SEC conference. conference. I don't think of that as Southern, but we'll 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 keep going. So yeah, because they're Columbia, Missouri. But um, so Mizzou is what you would hear them called. But they have um, did they have let's see a tradition at I don't know how you say their field Pharaoh Field. Okay. Um, but they call it the zoo, like Z-O-U. Okay. Um, okay. Anyway, but they say, you know, one could argue every day, every game day is homecoming because before the season starts, freshmen whitewash the big M that marks the uh, north end zone and tailgates featuring mouthwatering Kansas City or St. Louis style barbecue and the thousands that greet the Fighting Tigers, as they make their way to the stadium before a game, is a sight to see. So, um, you know, once a tiger, always a tiger. So the Bengal tiger is their their mascot. That's yeah, cute. I, I didn't want to not mention them because they are now in the SEC. Well, like we said, we're, we're heavy on SEC because that's what we're more familiar with right. and what we grew up visiting some of those campuses. But yep. Um, there are many other great football rivalries, great college traditions. Um, you know, even in the ACC, the Atlantic Coast Conference, other schools are North Carolina State, University of Louisville, UNC Chapel Hill, which is huge basketball school. Yeah. Um, Virginia Tech, which is special in, well, it's a gorgeous campus, but um, it has both um, military and civilians together in one campus. I think that's the only campus that's, that's right. like that. I forgot about that. Um, you have, I don't really necessarily think of, I've, we've mentioned before Miami seems like it's not the South. It's like it's own beast. It but is. Technically it's, different. technically it's in the South by location. And then you have Duke and Wake Forest over in North Carolina. Great schools that I'm sure have great traditions, too. They're just not necessarily football powerhouses. Yeah. More basketball, especially Duke. But anyway, did you have any others? I totally, right in our hometown, we have to say something about Vanderbilt. Oh, Vanderbilt. They're getting better, too. Well, yeah, you know, I didn't used to think of that as a rivalry. Right. Yeah. Um, But because Tennessee's had a rough go... Yeah. It's become a little bit more of a rivalry. But they do quite the fancy tailgating as well. They do. They're, and they're they're the Commodores. They bear the name Commodore from Cornelius Vanderbilt, the rail and shipping um whatever you want to call it, powerhouse. Multimillionaire. multimillionaire, yeah. Um, who, you know, he provided the seed money to start the school. But um 
they have the sound of a horn, ship horn, that signals the Commodores. And they are anchor down. Yeah. That's what their big famous saying. Yeah. So they are, um, since they're situated right in the city, I think like some of the college town, like we've described on some of these other campuses, gets a little lost over at Vanderbilt. But um, beautiful campus, though. It is beautiful. Um, Well, and speaking of anchors, this is not Southern, but I have to say, Pretty high up on my list of bucket list football experiences is I want to go to the Army Navy game someday. Oh yeah, Navy sings that would the be anchors good. away. Yeah, is their song, but that's a big rivalry and quite the. I mean, even just watching it on TV is exciting to me. Yeah, yeah. Um, just seeing the passion behind that rivalry. Yeah, the Army versus Navy, but. Um, that's on my list, yeah. even though it's not Southern. That's yeah. quite the tradition. Well, we didn't even dive into like fight songs and oh some goodness. of the history and just the lyrics of some of these schools that, you know, sing every single game multiple times a game. I will say, I know we said we're heavy on Tennessee. Rocky Top is known as one of the more famous yeah. fight School songs. songs. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so... And I um, have a funny story to share. What? I'm going to say on air. But one time, Laura, Beth, and I... Um, this is... We have a lot of funny <laughs> no memories. going. <laughs> lots of funny memories. But we decided, after watching the movie Wedding Crashers, that that would be a fun thing to do sometime. Oh, yeah. Would be to crash a wedding. Well... I'm going to say it on air. Your eyes look big. Oh, now I know where you're going. Um, We went and attended a wedding (laughs) that we were invited to. (laughs) But because we were already dressed up and we saw another wedding was happening, we decided that would be the night we would be wedding crashers. Yes, pop into another wedding reception. So we popped in and um, signed the guest book. Mm Mm-hmm. Ate the cake and danced to Rocky Top That's on right. the dance floor before leaving, and it was so much fun. Because at a wedding, fun. you know, not everybody knows everybody. Yeah. You've got only, you know, lots of new people meeting new people, and so we just were able to slip in, do our thing, slip out. They had a killer um, fancy shrimp cocktail reception. ice sculpture. Yes, yeah. it was a fun one to, that was to crash. One. But yes, we, we felt at home when they started when they playing Rocky, Rocky Top, Top and we were able to dance <laughs> on the dance floor. It felt just wonderful. That's so awesome. Oh my gosh. Well, this has given me a little bit more appreciation for some of the different campuses. And it just makes me even more proud to be from the center. So. so. Um, hopefully you guys will get a chance to check out a game at somewhere in the South um, this season because as we've already laid out, there is much fun to be had even off the field. So That's right. Anyway, um, that's going to do it for this episode, and we hope you guys have a great week. We'll see you here next time. Bye, y'all.